Welcome to Journeys to Mount Shasta. This is Yi Chen. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Today, not only we're connecting the Cupertino energy with the Mount Shasta, there with the Linda, but also we are going to invite another uh, special guest. Uh, she is going to join us today, and then she is bringing the energy from Oregon, you know, because we know Oregon is a very beautiful state, a lot of uh, redwood forest, and then uh, we are so happy and so excited to invite her to join us today. But before we started that, let me give you the, our commercial today. It's a Taku Ironware. USA.com. It's a new generation of cast iron. We are the we are the brand name from Taiwan, and then Cupertino location is the only one outside of Taiwan. Our technology uses lost wax casting instead of sand casting. Because of that, we are able to make our product smoother and thinner. That also means lighter weight. We also have another production line, which is cattle. They are not teapot, although they look pretty much like teapot, but they're only for boiling water. Because the benefit of that is that you boil the water in that kettle, and it will leach the iron and make the water alkaline for healthy purpose. So takuironwareusa.com. If you'd like to find out more about this company and our product, and please uh, go visit our website, or you can find more information there, and then contact the store, and then uh, get more information about that. Okay? So this is our cast iron uh, company that I work for right now, and then I would like to share this with you because it's a really a uh, very high quality products that you can use forever. So enough of that, then today our co-host is Linda, of course, and she's the one is going to run today's show for us. So uh, we would like to uh, feel the energy from Maushasa coming through uh, from Linda. And she is bringing the energy from Mount Shasta for us. And then let's welcome Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, hi. Thank you so much, Yixing and Annie. It's just so, so pleasant to be a part of this podcast. I'm, I'm just so honored and really important times that we're, we're sharing and getting together. I, I think it's just so important. And bringing Annie in from Portland and all the gifts that she has and I Ching, and we were just re reminiscing of how they ran into each other up on the mountain, the way the mountain calls. And since then, we've done other things, but this was after Annie and her son had come up, and I did some work, and they were up on the mountain. And maybe, Annie, you can tell a little bit more about it. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, first of all. And I would like to say um, we were up on the mountain the the highest point that you can you can drive. I mean, you can't drive any further. You have to get out of the car and start hiking. And Jamin and I were up on the mountain, just kind of walk, walking around. We weren't doing too much hiking because Jamin was a 
feeling a bit out of breath because of the elevation. Um, but we were just, just, you know, kind of enjoying nature and just out there. And then um, all of a sudden, um, these um, tourists that came to see the mountain started walking towards us. And I we talked to the some of them who were there. And um, I think it was actually just one lady, and she was Chinese, so she didn't really speak English. But pretty soon, um, along comes Ichin and Ray, his partner. And immediately, Ching just went up to Jamin and said, I'm being drawn to do some healing on you. And he did, you know, healing right on the spot with Jamin, which was pretty incredible because um, that trip down to Shasta was basically to help him deal with the loss of his father. He was grieving the loss of his father. And so it was just amazing to me. And then I, we started conversing and I remember admiring a pendant that he had it was a kunzite. Ichim was wearing a kunzite. And anyway, we agreed to meet later that day, and he took us to another place. Um, the, Ichim, is it the silent stream? Yeah, silent streams. Yes, and he did a little meditation to us, um, with us there. And then, yeah, I guess it just all started from there. Then I found out that Linda was also connected with him through doing sweat lodge. He did a sweat lodge with her. Yes. It's group. So, yeah, kind of a small world, but not so small. Nothing is, like, yeah. coincidental. No, there are, there are no accidents. So everything, yeah, exactly. including this call, is predetermined. And Yes. Actually, uh, Linda, let me uh, say something first. Actually, when uh, Annie was describing how we met, actually recall my memory about how oh, we actually met. And so I remember now. Thank you, Annie, because, uh, uh, yes, because you mentioned about uh, Jamie was uh, kind of grieving about loss of uh, his father, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, yeah. And then I was actually drawn to do some healing on him, uh, I just, uh, you know, let the f energy flow, but uh, I didn't know what I was doing to him, but I just feel that. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it happened. Yes, yes. And then we, uh, then we connect uh, because uh, Annie has been a friend with Linda for a while. So then we all connect together. Yeah. That's right. So, and then uh, Annie was talking about the silent stream. Actually, the uh, last episode of a Chinese edition, Chinese version that I had, mm -hmm. and also the Sunday's uh, sound sharing, it all tied to uh, tied to a silent stream. So, <laughs> the I want to emphasize that today we are also bringing the uh, uh, emerald ray, emerald ray, emerald flame. Mm -hmm. uh, energy into this uh, podcast so we can feel that uh, silent stream we can feel the healing energy from the great emerald temple it's under the uh, inside of a uh, talos you know underground underground of uh, Mount Shasta so I would like to share that with all of you Beautiful. and then uh, yes so uh, 
So if you want to uh, listen to the sound sharing, you can go on the YouTube, or you can also find it from the episode that we had uh, pu published on, uh, uh, on Sunday. That, that was already published. So you can, you can hear the sound sharing. But if you want to see the pictures, go on to YouTube. You, you can see the pictures of uh, uh, silent streams. Okay. Thank you so much. And now we, we turn this back to uh, Linda. Thank you. Well, that's beautiful. I'd, I'd really like to hear more about I Ching, uh, about what you're saying about Telos, um, because that was one of the things that we were going to talk about, and now you're bringing that up. What would you like to share about Telos? <laughs> well, yeah, I find uh, that myself. Okay, sure. go ahead, Annie. Yeah. Oh, um, well, I was just going to say before I came down, um, I believe it was before that time that I came down to Shasta where I met you. Um, yes. I had read the Telos book one, two, and three. Okay. So I knew what, when you said something about like meeting at, at this place and going to the Emerald Green Temple, I was, that was the year that I turned 50. And I told Jamie when we got in the car, this is the best effing birthday ever. I'm so happy <laughs> and elated. I was so excited. Because I had just read those books. Wow. And actually, your birthday was a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, don't remind me. I don't like it. <laughs> no, well, you, no, you do like it. We're, we're on this call. We're, yeah. We're yeah. in gratitude because you, you, you're here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, anyway, so, um, yeah, that, that was, it was just, it was the best birthday ever. And okay, so yeah, uh, talk about the, the Taylor's uh, book one, two, three. Uh, I can share a little bit uh, here with uh, with uh, all the audience. Uh, uh, Taylor's is uh, if you heard of a Lemurian, you know Lemuria is an ancient civilization that overlap with the uh, Atlantis. Uh, civilization. Most of the people, I believe, uh, know about Atlantis more. They heard about Atlantis mm -hmm. more than Lemurian. But I think uh, in the past few years, uh, the more people been he uh, hearing about the Lemurian, the Talos, it's an underground city, because uh, what happened was that the, the legend talk about this was that Lemurian, they uh, anticipate the uh, destruction of the, uh, you know, their, their, uh, their civilization. So they prepare, pre-prepare to move all of their uh, culture, their people, their everything to, to build a, a city, underground city called Talos, T-E-L-O-S. And it's, it is located underground, underneath of uh, Mount Shasta. That's what the uh, uh, story tied into Mount Shasta. That's how and why Mount Shasta become famous and so famous. Uh, but not just that, because Mount Shasta is also uh, Mother Earth Ru Chakra. 
because we know our human body has a seven major uh, energy center we call chakras, seven chakras. And then also Mother Earth has the seven chakras as well. And then Maushasa is the root chakra. But that doesn't mean that if you go to Maushasa, you can only feel the root chakra's energy. <laughs> because uh, all those vortexes, they're intertwined, their energy. You know, so you can also feel the heart chakra energy in Maushasa. I mean, to me, it's very obvious that when I come to Maushasa, I feel so happy. Uh, not knowing why, I just feel happy. Mm -hmm. I just feel joyful. I just feel relaxed. I just feel excited, you know. So, you know, depends on your vibration, your, your energy level and you can connect with the different uh, chakras energy in one particular vortex, okay? So that's a story about the Lemurian tied into uh, Maushasa and Talos. But, okay, the destruction, the destruction came before their anticipation time. So they didn't completely move out by majority of people or everything, uh, cultural or, you know, whatever they needed, already moved to um, Mount Shasta, underground city, Talos. So that's why, you know, back in 2011, when I first came to Mount Shasta, it's because of the book. They published <laughs> the Chinese edition. Right. And then that was a September 2011. And then October, I came to Mount Shasta without knowing that's going to change my life. So if you want to find out more about my story, you can listen to other episodes. But that's, uh, you know, Linda asked about the uh, Talos, so I share this part Thank you. Uh, of uh, knowledge with uh, our audience so Good. we can con continue our, our conversation. Yeah, yeah I just also want to add that um, the times that I came down there, like, for the first few times, we stayed at the Swiss, it's a, Linda, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're right, Swiss Lodge. Yeah, which um, the people that own it remember when the author of the Telos books, are, okay, I don't, Ariella Jones, is that right? Right, yes. that's right. Yes. Uh, she used to stay at that hotel with the people, with the groups that she brought to Shasta to go to these different sites. So already when I'm at the Swiss Family Lodge, I already feel like this, it just feels very <laughs> sacred. Just, I mean, it's not the nicest motel, but I don't care because of the sacred energy it holds. Right. Well, um, that's where yeah. I used to stay also. When I would come yeah. up from the Bay Area, that's where I would stay as a Swiss Lodge. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So, anyway, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting that I, it never surprises me as to what comes up, you know, and the, the meetings and how the mountain works and how important that is and the high vibration that, uh, like yes. Yiching is talking about, um, just being here. When I first started coming here, I didn't have an agenda. You know, I would just come and kind of roam around the mountains and go down streets and just like what he's saying, I would feel the joy and the upliftment and the importance of regenerating myself 
and coming often, like I Ching is coming now frequently, to kind of keep, right? To keep that heart energy going. And especially since he's had a loss of Ray, meaning raised on another plane and he's very active and he's very present and he's more present here because he's he's constantly that's why i'm always curious as to what where we're going with this podcast because he has very definite <laughs> ideas about what we're supposed to talk about so i kind of go like he said we're going with the flow yes yes because the, you know we're, we're not the only ones in charge here <laughs> yes <laughs> And I, that's the importance. See, the thing is, now, and that's like Annie saying, you know, when you guys did your ceremony and your meditation with Ray, see how important that is as a part of the conversation. For the two yes. of you meeting, you know, that Ray was very active with her son, Jamin, who had just gone through this incredible loss of his dad. Yes. I think it was Yi Chin who was doing the healing, but Ray was there, <laughs> definitely there. Right. Right, but I mean, just the, the fact, yeah. but see, Ray, Ray holds the energy and the grounding so each Ching can do his work. Yeah, that's true, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It, it looks like each Ching's doing it, but it's like now Ray is very involved in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't, so, so basically, yeah, so each Ching was um, just the, the vessel. That right. Was, that, they, right. Yeah, okay, I got it, yeah. And, and that's what we're doing right now. And Annie, what I'd like you to do, since this is the first time, talk about the stuff that you're moving into, because I know you have some pretty exciting things that you're starting to do and want to do with groups. Oh, well, um, I guess I, you, the aroma therapy um, right. oils I'm start, starting to do, so... I got very interested in the aromatherapy and I can, it kind of goes back to like, probably a lot of the audience doesn't know. Um, well, you know, I had, um, I went through breast cancer in 2019. Um, I was diagnosed. It was very, very early and I opted to have a mastectomy, bilateral mastectomy. And um, I had met this, Right before I had it, I was at the Body Mind Expo, Body Mind Spirit Expo in Oregon. And I met this lady that does this, um, makes, uses essential oils to make different creams. And she told, I kind of told her what, you know, I told her what was going on. She said, oh, I have a scar cream that you could use on your scars. It's like, you know, it's incredible. I, people get really good results. But then I had told her, um, well, it does have lavender oil, and I'm not, because of the estrogen properties of lavender, I would not use lavender. And so she made me a special scar oil formulation for um, the breast cancer patients with the scars. So I used it, I think I used maybe two bottles of it. I use it morning and night. And you, you don't have to apply very much. And like, I'm telling you, you can barely see my scars. And so that's kind of when I started, I was like, wow, that's, you know, I've always kind of liked essential oil, but the healing properties I hadn't really got delved into. So that was kind of on the back of my mind. And then at work, I had 
um, one of my, a resident where I work, um, she was suicidal. And there was no one really to, since I was a nurse on duty that night, the social service manager said that I had, I need to go in and do a safety plan with her. And so when I went in there, it was just, you know, really, really intense energy. Um, and she just was um, saying that she just doesn't want to be here anymore. Oh, and I should back up the lady before who went in, asked her what she was planning to do and asked her if she was planning to jump out in front of a bus, <laughs> which, you know, that's not really a good thing to say to someone who is suicidal. So yes. I had to go in and kind of, um, you know, work Calm with her. her. Down. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, she just was kept like, I don't, you know, she was saying anything I suggested, you know, she wasn't like, she was just kind of very, no, that, no, I just want to sit here. Then I suggested, I know she's into essential oils and, um, there's a, the oil that she's talked to me about the Lang Lang. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it it always like kind of lifts their spirit. So I suggested to her, um, do you want me to get your essential oil, the Lang Lang oil for you? Cause you know, you, you know, like you put that, she used to infuse it in her room or diffuse it, sorry. If you put that like on your wrist and you smell it, you know, maybe that will just cut, calm you a little bit. And she said, it's over there. And I said, ask her if she wanted me to get it. And she said, no. So then I had gone to get her like a pain medicine. And when I came back, she was out of bed over at her oils, getting the Lang Lang, um, you know, putting it on herself, smelling it. And she eventually kind of came around. I mean, I'm not saying that it, that that's the only thing that um, saved her, but I mean, I could definitely see that it brought her up in spirit, her spirits up. Um, so I, I don't know, I've just been like having kind of messages about doing the oil. So I'm becoming an aromatherapist, um, at least the certification for the first part. And I have my oils and I thought about um, having like essential oil parties and just, you know, making like little spritzers for people. Like they can choose which oil oils go in and kind of custom making them for them. And I've well, also you, thought about doing you just gave, hair stuff. What was you that? Just, I, I was just going to say, you just gave two really good examples of how they can help. One being, you know, um, you having breast cancer and getting an oil for scarring and just, you know, your own uplifting. And also then somebody who's suicidal. I mean, those are very dramatic situations, really. And then, you know, that's wonderful, Annie. Yes. Yeah, so um, I would like to, you know, start doing that and just kind of see where it goes. And um, eventually I'd like to make like a, a skin a skincare and oil line, you know, for, for face, for oh, fine lines and wrinkles, you oh, know. Good. Yeah. Annie, how can they get a hold of you if, uh, if they'd like to 
Either because you, you do coaching also, and if there's, you know, when you you help one of my clients who just had breast cancer and gave support, how can they get in touch with you? Um, they can reach out to me on on my Facebook if I I give you the link, or they could just email me. Um, I, okay. Or even just call or text me you know i'm always up to support anyone who's going through like a physical right physical or mental right that's great um, yes. yeah i will put down uh annie's uh contact information yes. oh, in good. the de description Ep of this episode so well, any uh, any people, any audience that they would like to get to know you more or get some, you know, idea from you or any service from you, uh, they can they will be able to find you. I will put down your contact list. Great, thank uh, you. Contact information. Yeah. Good. So I would I would just like to mention. I just shut my front door um, in Mount Shasta. Um, I would just like to mention that um, I'm planning a trip to Peru in September, from September 16th to the 26th. And this is, will be the third trip. And we're going back, when I say we, the group that I'm going with, are going for, for very specific reasons to pray about the world and what's going on. Because Mount Shasta is very connected to the Peruvian um, Machu Picchu and um, Mount, Mount Fuji. And so I'm going back there. And so anybody who would really like to venture out and uh, we know some, we know people. Um, my friend is there, my co-facilitator, uh, Jennifer Witherspoon has been living there. And the first time I went there, she was actually managing retreat center. So we're connected with some pretty powerful people uh, to connect with and to do ceremony with. And the first time I went, I did ceremony un unexpected uh, in the Sacred Valley, activating the new earth. And then the second ceremony I did unexpected was in the Temple of the Moon, which we're going to visit again. And it was the prelude of what was going to happen. And I felt it so strongly. Uh, it, it felt like there was an elephant standing on my chest and my heart, and I couldn't quite distinguish why I was in such a, a tremendous, and because it was such a beautiful trip, but I was just in this huge grieving mode. And I asked the shaman woman with us, um, Velma, I said, is this about the world and what's happening? And of course, this was December 15th in 2019. And she didn't really answer me, which is so typical of shamans. They don't give you a straight answer. And by April of 2020, I knew that was exactly what I was doing and praying there. So we're going back to continue that ceremony. So um, I Ching has my information as well. And I'm also yes. active in Mount Shasta. So if you want to have sessions or readings, and Annie and her son have come, and we've done a lot, and then I would go up to Portland at New Renaissance and do things in the bookstore. I haven't gone um, because of the pandemic. But um, people, you know, keep in touch with me, or I've met people that I, you know, for years, you know, 10 years, because when I, I kind of tend to have long-term relationships with clients, and they, they're, they're in that gray area of friends, and we do stuff together besides just, you know, the spiritual. We hang out. We have uh, lunch together. We <laughs> write each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the important part of the tribe now. I feel very strongly about it. 
you know, with, yeah, who, it's great. you yeah. know, we're, we all have our own uh, healing techniques and piece of the pie. But, but in fact, I was at uh, soul connection on Sunday and I was talking to this woman, Margo, and we, she and I were talking about this. She said, we all have to be friends and all work together and not be in competition. You know, and I feel very yes. strongly about that. And yes, I've always felt like that, but but especially now, because we need the peace and the love, and we have to have camaraderie. So, yep. anyway, Ching. Yep. Yep. So, what would you like okay. to share? I want to hear you. Uh, you know, when you're talking, when you're just talking, you know, this came to me that uh, <laughs> the spirit or the ray would like to ask you, when are we going to have a sweat lodge? I'm, I, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what I'm going to do Sunday? I'm going to, um, you know, underneath the sweat lodge, it has some weeds and stuff. And so I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm going to weed it out. I'm going to weed out my fire pit because I feel like I'm getting closer to doing the sweat lodge. Um, yes. It, you know, <laughs> well, through the pandemic, I was asked to do things like that. And I didn't really want to get involved in asking people their philosophy or, you know, it's a very clo close quarters and the heat. Mm -hmm. And so I, I didn't feel, I, I didn't feel safe. And I have known people that have done those things and people have gotten sick and I didn't want to mm -hmm. be in that situation, be the leader of it. But no, I, I do want to do a sweat lodge. I'm getting, like I said, I'm going to weed all on Sunday and get it ready because it's okay, getting close. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, please give us of, uh, uh, enough advance uh, so we can we can uh, uh, schedule our our ourselves to go up there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, well, um, anyway, Annie, thank you so much. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. Uh -huh. Yeah, Annie, do do you have anything uh, you would like to share that? you know, about your experience with Mount Shasta. Right. Yeah, because I think uh, we like to uh, promote Mount Shasta energy, so more people share their uh, personal experience, you know, it will be more uh, powerful to, right. you know, to the people that are listening. Uh, well, I guess I, I would like to say the more times I go back there, the more times I'm drawn just to be on the mountain and, you know, not do anything else, but just be with the mountain, <laughs> right. regardless of like even who I'm with, you know, I, I had a, the first time I came to Mount Shasta, I was with a friend that, um, brought me there and it was interesting because I, at that time I was going there because because I was going somewhere with him. It was about him, right? But then, <laughs> but then like the next time, like I went, um, I think I took, I took Damon the next few times he went down there with me. And then I, and so it was, it was just about the mountain and doing stuff on the mountain. And then like the next, I'm trying to think. I think what, the next time after that, I may have gone back with that friend. And I found myself just saying, it's, it's not about you. It's about the mountain. I just want to be with the mountain. <laughs> so I remember being like on, we went up to Bunny Flats and, um, to, you know, just at sunset. 
because I think at that time that was all that was open, just up to Bunny Clot. So we yes. went up there, and I think I brought my crystals with me, and I laid down, you know, my Mexican blanket and had my crystals. And then I remember just turning over and laying on my stomach on the ground and just right. feeling this bolt of energy just right. go up through me. And, I mean, it was just like so much I don't want to say it was electricity because I mean that wouldn't have felt good, but <laughs> electric energy just, and that's all I wanted to do—just embrace the mountain, right? Yes. So yes. it's it's just it's very interesting um, how um, I, I don't know I guess how things happen or you know with with people in your life and and then. By chance, I was introduced to the mountain through that person. But now, that not to say that person doesn't matter, but like in the grander picture of things, you know? Right, right. And I think you probably, you guys know what I'm kind of talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Linda, Linda yeah. probably does because she knows the situation. Well, the thing is with the mountain, it, it, I, keep, I tell people this all the time. The thing is, is the mountain, it's a very personal experience. Not anybody has ever told me the same story about how they relate to the mountain, how they got to the mountain, how, you know, how the mountain works with them. Um, some of I Ching's friends were here and they were leaving. And I said, well, once you start on the freeway and go down Highway 5, and I said, you will, you will learn more. Because when you, as you leave the mountain, you start interpreting what the mountain, the gifts it's given you, you know, because you're just so in the energy here and very often, or you'll have dreams about the mountain, you know, and going in the mountain or all kinds of things once you get to your destination. I, people have told me of stories, you know, as they're in um, um, Australia and how the mountain talked to them and, you know, asked them to come back. So, you know, everybody has their experiences with the mountain. And, and it's kind of, it's, it's kind of fickle. It, it really wants you to be involved, you know, and not involved with the guy and just being present with it, you know, because some people don't get that energy that you got, Annie, you know. They like it because it's beautiful, but they don't feel that thing. Yeah. yeah I think, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, that mountain pretty much changed my whole um, energy, <laughs> I guess you could say, right. of what's important yeah. and what's not important and what, you know, the, yeah. I could actually say when I'm driving south on I-5, um, sometimes in Eugene I can feel the energy pull, but when I, once I get to Ashland, I mean, there's just like no stopping right, right. how I feel. <laughs> Yeah. Good. <laughs> so yeah. you're coming down from north. I'm going up from but south. Yeah. And we're yeah. coming from the south, you feel the castle crags open up. It's like a gate opens and you can feel the yes. energy. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think uh, while you, you, you were talking, then uh, this came to me. So I'm going to share this part of a journey uh, with the, everyone. Uh, the Beginning of 2022, which is uh, at the end of January, I came back to Mount Shasta. And that, that was uh, 
the first time after Ray passed that I came back alone. And that day was actually Chinese New Year's Eve. That was, I believe that was January 31st. So I drove, I drove up there. I drove up to Maushasa. I was going to head up to a Bonnie Flat first. But somehow I was guided to stop at the Peace Garden. And I, I have a, a couple of uh, friends lives in Mount Shasta. And when, when she visited me in, in Cupertino, I gave, I gave her one of a, a warrior uh, from Qin Dynasty and then ask her to, you know, uh, just put wherever she was guided to. So instead of going up to Bunny Flat, I stopped by a Peace Garden and I stopped my car and I, I was about to walk into the Peace Garden. Then there's a, uh, there's a tree uh, right outside of the Peace Garden and I somehow I turned to look at the tree and I saw that warrior was there. I was like, Oh my God. So I burst in my tears again, of course. <laughs> and then I just feel like, uh, you know, raised spirit, you know, with me all the time. And she, he guided me there to stop there and then see that, you know. And so, uh, and then after that, I went to a Soul Connection, which is the very uh, everybody knows the, the crystal shop that. And that was about six o'clock, almost six o'clock. I, I walk in and then there's a very strong message came to me. It's like, a, there's a present for you. There's a present for you. So I thought, you know, because I mean, I'm into the crystal stuff, crystals. And so I thought it's going to be in the uh, crystal shop. So I, I walk in there, and I, I just uh, take a quick walk around in the store, but I didn't see or I didn't feel anything that, you know, would be the present for me. So I, and of course, they're, they're about to close, so I just kind of uh, walk away. The next morning, next morning, I was going to meet Linda for lunch, so, but I got up early. I was guided to go up to uh, Castle Lake. Okay, Castle Lake. So I drove up there, beautiful, and the lake is all frozen ice, you know. So I did some uh, ceremony there. I was coming down. I was going to. Uh, I was going to uh, text uh, Linda. Said, "Oh, I'm on the way down," and then you know. Maybe we can meet somewhere to catch up, you know. But then the strong message telling me to go to uh, uh, some other place before I go, you know, see uh, Linda. So this place is the place that when you come down from a, a still a mineral, uh, hot, minerals, hot, hot springs. The hot springs? Yeah, hot springs. Then... We will always, when I take the group there on the way down, we will stop there because there's a 
it, there's a view that you can take the picture by sitting on the uh, uh, what's that fence, and then your background will be Mount Shasta, and that's a very uh, it's a wonderful view there. So I was guided to go there first. Driving there, this message came through again. Said there's a present for you. There's a present for you. So I was start I start thinking about. Oh, it's going to be like a amethyst, or it's going to be like a, you know clear crystal, those kind of thing. So I was driving to that direction. I saw there's a guy walking his dog, and then uh, opposite direction that where I'm driving. So I drove up there. There's a car parked right there. I parked right next to the car. Immediately, I just. Uh, Went over to the uh, the fence and got up to the fence to look at the beautiful mountain because it's, it's so beautiful, blue sky and the mountain with the snow. And then I got up to that fence and then that guy walking the dog, he came back to his car next to me and he 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 told me he said, "Uh, do you know the owner? Do you know the owner?" I didn't get it the first time, and then so he repeated, and I said no, and he said you gotta be careful. If you break that fence, you're going to be in big trouble. So when I heard that, I just came down off the fence immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I was looking, looked down on the ground. I saw there's a, like a shining reflection from the sunlight and the pattern looked to me is like a black obsidian so it's like a six inches six inches away from me so I just uh, you know approached that and then I thought it was a black obsidian but then I used my finger to kind of uh, touch that uh, mud area and kind of uh, get the mud off the stone, and I pick it up. It was a clear crystal. It's a beautiful was crystal. Like, yes. So when I pick it up, again, my tear burst out so uh, strong because at that moment, I realized that's the present for me from Mahushasa and Rafe. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So I was crying. You know, on the road, like for about 10 minutes. But then I realized that that was a present for me. And that message was actually the first time in my life that I get the message so strong, so clear, you mm -hmm. know. So I, I guess that would be the, the picture of our episodes, a picture that I will share with the. Uh, oh, good. Uh, our audience. And actually, and then I share that with Linda, too. You know, I, I show her the uh, crystal. It was uh, just an amazing crystal there, buried, you know, half buried on the ground, you know. And right. I believe that was the uh, spirit of Mount Shasta. Throw that one down <laughs> right before I look down because... Who is going to bury a very, very special crystal there for somebody that doesn't even know it's there to pick it up, 
you know. So that that was yeah. the uh, yeah. So once you see that crystal, you 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 can you can you can tell it's a very special crystal. It's uh, and I really uh, I'm grateful for Mount Shasta because over the years that I have been with Mount Shasta, I receive uh, multiple presents, crystal presents that you know that I still had. So I'm I'm very grateful for that and. Just to let everyone know that it's a it's a not only it's a beautiful mountain, it's also a magical mountain mm -hmm. for people that if you tune your uh, energy, your vibration, your frequency with it, and then you know uh, it will change your life. Just like the Mount Shasta changed my life, changed Linda's life, changed Annie's life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it's kind of like the thing that you displayed, and this is what separates people, is you, like Annie was saying too, as she roams around the mountain. If you just follow that energy and obey, you know, turn right, turn left, go down the street, go over to the Stuart Springs, that's when the gifts come because you're, you're following the energy and you, you know that there's a higher power that's happening in your soul because the mountain is talking to you and giving you guidance. Yes, yes. Yeah, we have to surrender to the spirit. Right. Beautiful. Thank you. That's. I'm so glad Annie's here and I Ching and myself. Uh, kind of the blessing of on a Thursday night and just uh, July 7th, and here we are. And we're yes. so blessed to be able to be together. Thank you so much, I Ching. Yes, I will put out the information about uh, uh, Linda and Annie, and then also the uh, picture will be my crystal picture. The background will be the uh, the uh, Mount Shasta. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone, and thank you for tuning in with us today. And then we will see you next time. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you, I Ching. Bye bye.